0: Hello, welcome to the Messy Truth Leadership Podcast. This is where we share stories of the real world, what we call the messy truth, about leading and leadership. Hey, Nikki, how are you doing?
1: I'm good, Gav. How are you?
0: I'm good, good. So we were saying that we wanted to have another conversation about this new normal, the video virtual world that we're living in. We've had a couple of conversations about that already. Right, right. There are probably more to be had, and, and we think there's one topic in particular. So tell us about it.
1: I have been concerned about people's mental health in the midst of all of this and and how that shows up at work, I mean, in our lives and also at work. And so I, I think some of the words that we've been hearing from people are the mental grind, uh, low- level depression, uh, passivity, you know, not feeling in control of my universe and you know having been a former therapist uh, i've been really tuned into this as i listen to folks and also thinking about what suggestions we might have for coping with this so really what,
0: really interesting yeah
1: it's been really really interesting and so i i think one way to frame this up front is to talk about the immense degree of uncertainty that everybody is coping with right now and You know, I reflect, uh, again, on both in my consulting work, but also in my therapy days. As human beings, we are not wired for high levels of uncertainty. We like homeostasis. We like routine. We like predictability. We like definitive answers. We don't tolerate ambiguity much. There is a small portion of us that can do okay in in that zone, but the vast majority of us, not so much. And so you know, now that we have this pandemic endlessly ahead of us, not just what's behind us, you know, we don't, we don't see an end. You know, I think a lot of people have just determined, okay, fine, my kids aren't going to be in school this year again. I won't be in and lots of offices have said, don't come into the office. So basically being at home and being isolated and not knowing when any of this will end I think is, you know, the new normal.
0: And taxing on all our all our mental health. I really like the way you frame this as sort of the passivity of it. Sort of so many of us are living our lives in this sort of passive way. Um, you know, things happen to us. Right. And so much of it is outside our control. Right. You know, things happen to us because um, we don't really have any control over, if we have kids at home, you know, the, the education, we have less, much less control over that passive in terms of, you know, always constantly on call for a Zoom call or a a virtual meeting of some kind. So I really, I really like the way of framing it as living passively. So let's just break down these, some of these items. You talked about uncertainty. Um, Anything else to say about, about what, about that? You've already covered most of that, I think. I think so. Yeah. And then um, this notion of exhaustion, just being so tired.
1: Right. You know, if you tie it into our last conversation about monochrome saturation, that's that creates exhaustion.
0: Yeah,
1: and um, lack
0: of lack of variety. So routine, variety.
1: right? And so, and I think some of the exhaustion also comes from the different way that we are managing our well being right now. For, forget the work schedule that's being managed on our behalf. Right. But then how do we show up in those meetings? How do we show up for our families that are in the room right next to us? You know, how do we show up for ourselves? And it's exhausting because I, I don't know about you, but sitting in these virtual meetings hour after hour after hour, they're just just physically draining, let alone psychically draining. And then you got to have an ounce left to go to the next room to deal with your family, right?
0: Yes. And
1: you got nothing left.
0: Got nothing left. Tank is empty for sure. Tank is empty. And you spend so much energy managing uh, you know, the, the, your mood. You, you know, I've, got, I've got to put so much more energy into my, managing my mood. Okay, so one, uncertainty. Two, exhaustion. And three, you were mentioning earlier, there's something around s- feeling frustrated, sort of and how to handle that
1: so you know goes with the managing your mood okay I don't know about you but I mean I I for one will raise my hand and say uh, you know my mood's been all over the place I am I'm the queen of zen you know disposition and I find I'm easy to get frustrated easy to snap easy to want to check out easy to you know feeling sad or weepy or whatever and it's like I, you know, I can't show up at work or in these little boxes on the screen like that. I, I can turn to loved ones for that, but the amount of energy spent on just making myself okay enough to sit through yet another hour online is exhausting. And, and, and I have to and, go, and I have to say that also, my clients are reaching out for one-on-ones with me more. Yeah. Like if I'm working with the team, I'm getting more like, do you have a few minutes? And they're venting about the meeting or they're venting about a colleague or they're, you know, it's like they're crying They're, I mean, there's just so much more emotionality. Yes. And so it's not just frustration. It's a range of emotion. And because we don't usually express a wide range. I mean, I don't subscribe to that. We should only express two or three emotions at work, but now we're like an abundance of emotions. Mm, and, yeah. you know, most most of us aren't used to having quite so many feelings that we have to manage constantly.
0: Yeah, and, and be very wary of, of how you take out those frustrations oh, yeah. or other things on other people, particularly, you know, people that sort of cross your path during the day and who may not be particularly close to you. Right. For sure. Yeah. No kicking the, the dog. You know, <laughs> so uncertainty, exhaustion frustration i was also struck by what michelle obama said the other day a week or two back about low level depression i i do think and i'm i know you and i've talked about this there are some days when it can be easy to just wake up and go you know right. you've got an- another seven hours of monochrome right. repetitive uh a repetitive world it's it's uh Excuse my French here, but it's another, yet another fucking Monday, you know?
1: Absolutely. Uh,
0: so, Take which we time. talked about on our last podcast.
1: Right. So, uh, let, let me, you know, again, having been a former person, former therapist who had to diagnose depression, I, I want to actually dig into that for a moment just so people know whether or not to be worried about themselves or their other family members. So, This is what we would call situational depression for most of us. It's that low grade, you know, some of the joys in life have been taken away from us, that passivity that we were just talking about, the thing that we don't have control over anymore. So there will be um, a lack of joy because some of the things and people that we used to have access to, we don't right now. So most of it is low grade, situational, nothing to be worried about. The things that you have to watch out for that begin to move into the territory of a clinical depression are, do you struggle to get out of bed for, you know, five, 10 days in a row? Do you experience, I often, my clients used to describe it to me, it's like pea soup and fog. Mm -hmm. You know, does your existence feel like, you know, you're just walking through a deep fog that you can't see any light? Are there elements of either extreme irritability, rage, anxiety in there that are not normal for you? If all of that is, is persistent and extreme for you and you can't seem to pull yourself out of it, then, you know, you should call your doctor and check about. Um, I'm telling you, more people are on antidepressants, right? There were already a lot of people on antidepressants and now it's kind of, but, you know, it's something to pay attention to. If you yeah. if you can pull yourself out of it and tomorrow's a better day, then you know not to worry.
0: Yeah. So lo- low grade situational is what we're referring to here.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that and, and along the uh, along with the others of um, you know, the, the kind of tiredness, exhaustion, even the uncertainty, the frustration. Some suggestions that we may have, Nikki, about how to manage some of that. So the first one you mentioned to me was what you call switch channels. What do you mean by that?
1: You know, it, it, I'm going to reference our past conversation too about this monochrome. Like if you find yourself in a kind of a persistent mood or state, which we're having these days, yeah. Um, I call it like change of channel. So like if... You, And I mean it kind of literally, like if you're sitting in front of a TV watching the news too much, and it's just making your mood worse, literally change channels, you know, put on the comedy channel, put on something quite escapist. I'm I'm big on superheroes right now. But I also mean it in terms of, you know, mood. If you find yourself in a persistent state, I, I think for most people who enjoy music, and sadly, there are some people who don't enjoy music, which I don't understand. But if you enjoy music, put on music that changes your mood. It's a very powerful tool. If you've been inside for too many hours, go outside, get a hit of vitamin D. It's change something. Right. Change something.
0: Change your emotional channel. Yeah. yeah. Your yeah. your mood channel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. All right. That's one. So that's that's something you can do to change the context you're in. The, the, the activities you're doing another one might be just to take it a bit further might be sleep and exercise so changing right. the, the chemistry in your body you know we can't emphasize enough how important sleep and exercise is right. you know, and exercise whatever suits you whatever is your thing but just do something stop sitting again back to our previous conversation right. stop sitting in that chair so some kind of rest Improvement, some kind of exercise improvement, and overall leading to this thing you said right at the beginning, which is if we're living passively, we have to find some way of getting control over some things. Right. If if there's so much stuff happening to us, then let's grab control of something.
1: Right. And I would say it's a series of small things. It's not big things because right now we don't have control over the big things. That vacation it's canceled. Going into the office that's canceled. So it's a lot of small things, I would say. So whether it's uh, declining a meeting invitation, take control. Yep. Yes. Whether it's... Um,
0: Blocking out your calendar for an hour. You know?
1: Right. Yeah. Take a day off. Mm. Renegotiate a division of labor in your household. Mm. I don't know. If you used to go to the gym all the time and you don't have access to that now, You know, find one channel on TV that does an exercise program that you And you, then you block it out in your calendar again, that that's you time. It's not, nobody else owns that time. If it's get pizza delivered one night a week to your house, so nobody has to think about cooking. It's a lot of small things, but they're tension relievers, they're exhaustion relievers, they're um, again, just even cooking. You know, we're all being forced to cook all the time now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not how we used to live. You know, we used to either go to restaurants or somebody would pick up carry out on the way home. Mm. And now it's so again, I would say if that's draining you, if that's causing more stress, negotiate with your household to change that up. Great. So taking control. So I think that the three things that we are saying in terms of taking good care of your mental health during this time is change channels to affect your mood. Change your chemistry by resting and exercising and gain control by taking back some of those, being more active in controlling those aspects of your life that you can control.
0: Brilliant, Nikki. Thank you.
1: Well, thank you, Gav. I hope that, you know, look, everybody needs to know that everybody's feeling like this. So you're you're not a weirdo or a wacko. If Michelle Obama says she's struggling with it, we're all struggling with it, okay? <laughs> so um, we're just here to remind you that there are things that you can do during this time to take good care of yourself.
0: Super. Brilliant. All right, well let's let's finish there and we'll pick it up again the next time. I think we still have a couple more conversations to be to, to be had on this topic and probably we should come back to it actually Absolutely. later in the year. Later right. in the year as people start to you know become familiar with this whole world. Right. Nice to see you.
1: Nice to see you too. See you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.